Hi there. Welcome to our second podcast. Uh, thank you for subscribing and listening. We truly, truly appreciate it. In this week's episode, we talk about who is the greatest of all time, the Michael Jordan, LeBron James debate. I don't care if you like nature, if you like sports, if you like whatever, we wander our way over there and we talk about basketball because, you know, that is one of the greatest debates to this day and anybody can have it. We also talk about we talk about uh, us being, yeah, we talk about us being mascots in college, um, what being the mascot life entailed. Um, we also get, we, we're we nature podcast, so we do hit on some nature. Some cool nature. Yes, we hit on it. Uh, we talk about our first time to Glacier, which is super exciting. Which blows your mind. That's where Quartz Lake was founded, our big and only longtime <laughs> sponsor, because it's us paying for it, the Quartz Lake. <laughs> And that's what we like. So if you could please, please help us out. Help Quartz Lake grow and be something big. Like and rate us on iTunes, Spotify, and check us out on Anchor. Um, that's where our prize. Please rate our podcast. Give it a review. We are going to be doing a special. Uh, we're going to be looking back at these reviews, and we're going to pick our five favorite reviews. What? five favorite no and we are going to try and send out some stickers to these five people what and stickers? our top review our wandering ways whoa we wandering have ways podcast stickers wow it's Check of, it out it's of our album art the like wispy kind of mountain kind of picasso picasso-esque album cover well and you know those are real mountains because i traced them of a photo i took i drew that sticker I with color pencil. I only had three colors. I had yellow, blue, red, and that's what I got. Was that right there? Yes. So we're gonna be sending them out to our five favorite reviews, and honestly, they could be funny. If you have a funny joke as your review, I love puns. So <laughs> I, you, and if it is, if it's a really good joke, I will even say it here on the podcast, and I'll give you full credit. Thank I'll you. Give you full credit, um, but please check out and review our podcast we really need you all to review it um again we are on spotify itunes and anchor check us out on anchor um and we and check us out on youtube we are on the video portion is on youtube um again we really appreciate it. review comment all of that um you guys are awesome thank you so much and enjoy listening thank you How are you? It's another day, another beautiful day in this beautiful world with all these uh, beautiful people. <laughs> facts, 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 facts. And our four listeners at this moment. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, negative two. <laughs> our, our, our negative two, yeah. <laughs> but, um, what's up? I mean, not much, man. Just excited to get another one of these in. I know, me too. I, uh, you know, I was thinking about it. There's a, my brother's high school team. They, they created a Twitter page 
you know, we we're talking about negative numbers just there. This can't come to mind. Uh, they created a Twitter page for their, their softball team. So these, and they, they suck at softball. I think they won two games last year, you know, both games I was a part of, I was on the, I was on the field when they won, but uh, no brag though. as a substitute, no. um, uh, but they have a Twitter account and he's been doing this kid, Seth, he's been doing countdowns forever. Like since since last summer, since the season was over, like 169 days till the next Dave's Boys game, you know, because their team's name's the Dave Boys. And so like with this whole COVID thing, they didn't know what to do, and they did a negative number on Twitter. So like that's they where, that's, that's where they was supposed to be. The opening that's day, looking brilliant. I told them to do it. I was like, I was like Seth. You should do negative numbers. That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> like, we were supposed to play a yeah. game days ago, but... Uh... Too bad there's no any old games. You just do updates from those, like that happened on that day. <laughs> just like, so-and-so's up to the plate, right? Boom! And that's an out to right field. <laughs> you know, low-key, though, I think they were the first to do uh, live live tweeting from the field. <laughs> Oh shit, dude! But isn't it like slow pitch softball? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yes, last year I did pull my hamstrings or something, and I couldn't walk for like two weeks. But yeah, no. Well, it's when you use muscles you haven't used in a long time, they can get hurt. What muscles? <laughs> you still have them. That's how we move. They're there. <laughs> yeah. They're just hiding. No, I like to, I, I've always convinced myself, you know, being skinny, <laughs> I've always convinced myself that my, my muscles are longer. <laughs> same, same, same size, just as elongated. I mean, I got long arms. <laughs> I can it's do not necessarily a good thing. Yeah. I mean, sure, you can reach most top shelves better. You can block a few people. On a good day. <laughs> but your bench press goes down with long arms yeah dude i can't I barely lift the bar because you gotta go so far yeah and down and up yeah. and like, so much movement you got those guys with short arms it's just like bam 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 that's why that's why when you go to the gym it's always short people and they look yeah, like a yeah, there. yeah that's why kevin durant has a horrible bench press <laughs> yeah it's a there's video. It's atrocious. I thought you, you want to see. I thought you were going to make fun of his uh, his like leg workouts, and I was like, well, oh, no wonder he hurt him, hurt his ankle or knee or I don't know what he hurt. Well, I mean, shit, he's all skin and bones. Hey, man, makes two of us. Hey, yeah, I mean, he can still shoot. He's still a phenomenal player, but he's skin and bones. You know, though, that brings up. It brings up a good debate, and it, I I I saw that actually because I was sit, I was at Thea's house up in Wolf Point with her family last week when we were up there, or last week this last weekend, and we watched that Michael Jordan documentary. I don't know if you've seen any of that yet. No, I have heard everyone's been talking about it. You know, it, I told them is. like I didn't grow up in the Jordan era. You know, that was kind of like I was born in '95, so like it wasn't like yeah, it was there, it was talked about, but it, like, I was what three years old when he won his sixth championship. So I thought it was kind of interesting. But to me, the other thing too, that when I look at like sports documentaries and in general, like, especially like that one, it's like, 
we knew this already a lot of the stuff that's in it you know it wasn't like oh shit behind like the behind the scenes stuff that we're finding out was really cool that's what i enjoy about it it's like oh wow he was doing like the flu game it was food poisoning oh yeah 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 like like that to me is what's interesting but it's like yeah i know you hit that shot i know you 1995 we knew you hit that shot but that's what documentaries are though those kind of documentaries are where they talk about those moments and the things that go on that you didn't see. That's what the yeah. documentary is. I don't know. I just, to me, he's a good guy. He proves, Jordan to me proves that with hard work, anything is accomplishable because let's be real. He is a great basketball player, but you know, athleticism wise, you know, he, he might not be as well on the baseball field. I mean, we knew that, but all that other thing where, you know, you put a LeBron on the football field, he's going to be touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, I get your argument, but it's different times. No. The only, the only real athlete back then was Bo Jackson. Gosh. If only, man. If yeah, only. I know. But Bo Jackson might be the greatest athlete ever. You know, I saw they did – I forget when it was. I think it was before the London Olympics. Uh, Michael Phelps. They did like a ranking thing. It was him and Bo Jackson were number one, number two for athletes. Bo Jackson. Athlete. I don't know though. Mike Michael Phelps can golf. He can swim. He could probably he could probably dunk a basketball. Bo Jackson, dude. There are like the way people talk about Bo Jackson is like there's legit myths. Like he's mythical. I know, I know but like the the hard thing I have with him, like, don't get me wrong. With everything, everything said about Bo Jackson, that guy, unbelievably great. I'm not going to doubt it. His stats from when he played prove it. The injury hurt him, put him in the position he did. But I think the way they talk about him myths-wise, it's like, you know, oh, man, Matt Leinart at USC, he's going to be this, the next Tom Brady of the NFL, you know, kind of that similar hype. And these guys – you know, have piss poor careers in the NFL because it's that much harder of a level of, you know, accomplishment. And I think that that to me, like, yeah, Bo was proven it in his first few years, but who's to say he would have had 10, 15, 20 years of success, you know? Oh, I totally believe. You know what, how he got injured? His hip, right? Yeah, he was literally so strong and so powerful when he got grabbed on in that football game. His strength and momentum pulled his hip out. Yeah. That's him causing it to himself. It wasn't like your traditional. No, this guy was flat out that strong. He dislocated his hip. I, I understand that, but I look at, like, even, you know, let's take, uh, let's see, who was a good rookie but a shit player after, like, their rookie year? Like, uh, Patrick Mahomes. No, I'm just kidding. I went to Super Bowl. <laughs> no, yeah, after his second year or first year. No, but I just mean like you get some of those guys where it's like their first year they figure you out, and then the second year you come out and it's like, oh, we have all this film on you now, and you're not that great. A lot of running backs specifically, like even Zeke, his numbers went down after. I mean, yeah, he had some suspensions in there, but you know that that's that. I mean, that's that argument. I think injuries suck. And our athletic trainers need to do a better job. He can't. He can't stop an injury. But Bo Jackson, greatest athlete above Michael Phelps. 
You know, above him. You know, I want to see Michael Phelps run. I bet you he could do pretty good. I bet he's all right, but I don't think sprinting he's going to be anything worth a damn. But what does sprinting accomplish? You know what Getting I'm saying? From point A to point B at a very high speed. I understand that, but to me, it's like, yeah, you could be a great hundred meter sprinter, but if that's it, if that's all you got in you, that don't mean shit. Yeah, but that's what like that's what makes the athlete though, is you have to be good at all of it. Yeah, that's true. You know, okay. if you if you want to talk about like a good example of how to separate people that have athletic attributes versus an athlete. If you take track and field, each individual event is an athletic attribute, but it's the like dicathlon or whatever, the one where yeah, they do like, all of that shit. Yeah. Whoever is the top in that, they're the best athlete because they can do it all. I, but yeah, I get you. I feel you. I agree. I don't have to argue on that one. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, yeah, that kind of opens her up, right? That opens up the door. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> As you can tell, I think, uh, you know, our listeners know that, you know, me and you are into sports just a little bit. Um, I've watched one or two sports. <laughs> <laughs> events, <laughs> uh, competition. Yeah, apparently spent my... Uh, Sunday watching uh, golf. <laughs> so, yeah, do you did you watch that? The yeah, I watched the whole thing, man. Oh, good. I like that they have the, the Masters this year. I need to get my golf in. Yeah, no, I feel you. And then Sunday's an even better matchup. Yeah, Brady, Peyton. Yeah, and then uh, Tiger, line. Phil. Who's on whose team? So it's Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning, and then Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. Can they both lose? Like, can both teams lose? <laughs> Why? Why? You know, Tiger and Peyton are gonna win. Yeah, they're gonna win. I don't know though. Brady's got that place up here in Big Sky that he took. He always takes his uh, like offensive lineman golfing in Montana out here. Yeah, but I think I think Peyton's been playing a little bit more golf lately. So oh, yeah, probably. I think his games can be a little bit more polished. And then Tiger and Phil, honestly, that's going to be a toss-up. Phil won the last head-to-head they did, like in October. But shoot, you can never say no to Tiger. Tiger can come out and just dominate. So, yeah, that's. True. But I, I think between Tiger and Peyton together, I think they'll, I think they'll take the cake. Well, I look at, I look at Tiger specifically, like, like a real Tiger. I look at him like that, you know, and. He was this wild, beautiful, magnificent creature, you know. And then, and then the scandal comes out, and it's like, damn, like they threw him in a zoo or circus for you know a couple years, and he finally got let let out, let free back into the wild, and you know he won that those few events, and it was like, wow, he's back, but is he back? And it, you know, kind of one of those, and that's that's my interpretation of Tiger being like a tiger. I mean, he's like 40. Like old. Yeah, but Tiger is old, man. <laughs> like, so. How long does he go? Oh, I think, honestly, I think he's got 
maybe three good years left. I think he's going to probably push it to like five, but realistically, I think he's got like three, three good years left. You think so? I thought those guys could go till they're like 80. Yeah, I mean, they can, but the younger players, they hit it so far that once you start losing a lot of strength, like you do with age, it's hard to compete with them in the long run. I mean, over a day, maybe two days for sure. But over a four-day tournament, week after week, that's, that's tough as you get older. That makes sense. That makes sense. Huh. The more you know. The more you know. Brought to you by Mark. No. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! This episode of the podcast is brought to you by QLP or Quartz Lake Productions. Quartz Lake Productions is the main uh, producer of the podcast, Wandering Minds, that you guys are listening to. It's founded by yours truly and Mr. Zach Gray to Fitty. Um, Follow us on the Instagram, Quartz Lake Productions. Uh, where we bring our amazing videos and pictures to you and hopefully many more. Uh, that being said, enjoy listening. We're back. If if they heard the commercial. If not, if they paid for like non-commercials, they're going to be like, what, what, why is there a cut? Why are you guys talking like <laughs> they this? They just get the swipe. <laughs> Confused. Yeah. They just get the little whoop. Right? But if you do get the ads, you get to he- try and help me pay off my student loans. Because, <laughs> again, I think this could be a real money maker for my student loans. <laughs> you know, and you can help me buy more baseball cards. Hey, spend money to make money. <clears throat> I mean, or to look at shiny objects. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I – think, you know, earlier we were talking about how, you know, Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time. I'm the greatest of all time. And that kind of relates into where we're headed with this. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, I think it's good. I think it talks about us. Uh, it, you know, kind of who we are, what brought us together is sports. And, you know, Originally. well, the first time we met, you were trying to recruit me to join a fraternity. Yeah, back in the, the frat days. Good old days. Yeah, <laughs> but ish. That was, what year was that? 20? That would have been fall of 2013, yeah. Fall of 2013. Yeah, because so that I... was the recruitment chair. So that I was already there. I was going to my third of like 58 years. At Oregon State, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was, and that was all just one major. It didn't switch once. <laughs> no, I did. I switched majors, but no, I was in my third year there, because um, I was the recruitment chair, and you got you and um, Bowie, Bowie, yeah, Bowie. That's a big thing. Because they nicknamed Sam Bowie. <laughs> For, but for security reasons, we'll just call him Bowie. Yeah, his Bowie. Um, <laughs> but was, uh, you guys came over for the Oregon State uh, football game. Hold up there, cowboy. You, you're forgetting about the night that you forgot about. 
<laughs> I'm going off my memory. Okay, it's very clear. <laughs> going off what I. Let's just reverse it. <laughs> Back it up. And Bowie was the guy. Me and him, we're dorm friends. We met in the dorms at good old Finley dorm there at Oregon State. Yeehaw, shout out Kendra Sunderland. No, I'm just kidding. She did live two doors down. She did live two doors down from me in the dorms and borrowed my rain jacket once. Claim to fame right there. That's how we'll get 10,000 views right there. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) She's retired, I heard. No, she's she's got a contract with Brazers. Oh. (laughs) How I know, don't ask. Uh, (laughs) Brazers is one of our apps. I'm just kidding. You got to pay for it, though. <laughs> Probably Adam and Eve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, no. so we actually, I don't know if you knew this, but the night before, it was a Cal-Oregon State game of 2013. So if you really want to find the exact date, that's that. It was that Saturday. But that Friday, TKE was throwing a little party, and I had an ex that, that we hit up, and she's like, we're going to this party at this fraternity. And somehow, I don't know how she got us in. We bypassed the door where you paid to get into the party. We were like, we're with her. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic, classic uh, freshman, freshman guy. Me. No, I'm with her. I'm with her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was trying to get us in and we got in and we had a great time, man. I think it was really fun. Because I think for me, it was one of my first true college party experiences you know other than like oh we're in the dorms having fun together no it was like yeah yeah out of fraternity holy shit this is real i can stay up till three yeah they're nuts yeah and uh i just remember i don't know when i ran into you but i knew buoy was in your room the the cap room that you guys decorated with all the bottle caps yeah that's right i was living in that room at that time yeah with yeah, we had the American flag one. We had the Mario caps, all the crazy ones up on the wall. Well, I, what I think is funny too, that same night I took a bunch of shit from the teak house. I took paddles. I took fucking beaver pendants and. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> so much shit that would get stolen from that place. I know. I got a nice jacket stolen. Oh, uh, nice! Like one of those, like you know, North Face, yeah. but like not puffy, but the like heavy duty hard wall kind of north face wind resistant ones there's an oregon state one i loved it that's gone um yeah but to be real i don't remember you or Bo that are buoy Bowie. Bowie. <laughs> no uh yeah no we came in that night and you're sitting in your room talking i think you guys had like a hookah going or something in there i don't know i just remember like popping in popping out because i was like i'm on the dance floor with them girls man you know like <laughs> That was my night. And then I just remember he was sitting in there and we just like hung out, came in. And then Saturday hit, game day hit. At midnight, everyone started chanting game day. And that's how I knew Go Beavs. I grew up a Beaver fan, you know. So Game day, win or lose, we still booze. Oldest tradition in OSU. <laughs> yeah, founded by yours truly. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> No, um, no, I think it's good. I, I, yeah. And then we came over for the game and we watched the game. And then I remember while we we're watching the game, me and you were sitting there and we talked about, we were going to go welcome the team back when they flew back that night. We're like, Oh yeah, they'll be back in a few hours. Like, let's go welcome them back. 
I don't think we ever did, but I don't think so either. Five in the morning, yeah. <laughs> did we win the game? I'm assuming yeah. we, if we were gonna go welcome them back, I'm assuming. It was Cal. It was against Cal. It was that because we started the year like because that was that was my freshman year. We started the year we lost to Eastern Washington, and then we won six games straight. So we're like six and one with that one loss to Eastern Washington at the end of the year, and then. And then we lost five straight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Six. I remember. I remember that that year. Oh, me too. Yeah, I remember that year. But hey, they went to the Hawaii Bowl, and Oboom, our guy Oboom, yeah, he had a was it a pass interference or like a holding? He had a holding call on him, and I remember calling him out like, "Come on, man, that's why they're going to switch you to defense." Sure enough, next year, man, defensive end. I mean, that for, got him to the league. So he got him to the league. So that's another thing. We need to start like a petition to get Oboom back in the league. Yeah. He, he's like athlete, man. He's a hundred percent hard worker athlete. It's not, you know, he was a wide receiver forever. Like, no, put that guy in. But yeah, and then and then you used your like your ways of like recruiting just to get us to sign up and join the fraternity. Yeah, yeah, that was my job. Was to just sweet talk people and uh join in the fraternity. I don't know if I was good at it, and, but I don't think I was horrible at it. <laughs> you know, I went there a couple weeks ago because Tyler got kicked out because they're making the freshman move out. So. Yeah, he got out of the door. You make it sound like it's yeah. so much worse. Yeah, he got kicked out. Like, no. Yeah, he, <laughs> not like me kicked the out. The year's like almost done anyway. But we went to move him out, and like I think the tea cows is boarded up now because they ran yeah. into the ground, and yeah. that was like part of the whole reason I think both of us kind of left was the way they were running that shit was just it's it a um, it's not a, a charter at OSU anymore. No, it's still on the house. No, they literally there are boards on all the doors. Yeah, um, because there were like uh, squatters in there. Nice. They still send me the alumni email, even though I... Because I signed you up. You did? I think when it was my fault. Because <laughs> we, we didn't want you to leave. <laughs> I still get all of that shit. And I'm always, I always laugh. I read it. <laughs> you, you never hit unsubscribe? No. I, no, I should. Next time, I'm going to look for it. No, they're they're done now. You're done. You don't well, exist. They're sending stuff about like uh, how they're trying to move forward now that they're not. They're gonna try and recharter there. I mean, fraternity-wise, history TKE. You know, they were the first fraternity to accept you know all ethnicities. Their principles and morals of the foundation, I think, are are good in that sense. Um, I don't you know, the Oregon State chapter specifically, like, I think when, you know, you, when you get some bad apples in there, it could ruin it. And I think that's what happened. You know, that's why I, like, I had a goal and dream. That's why, you know, I ran for vice president when I did my sophomore year. And I, you know, I did that for about a month. And, you know, uh, the president at the time had other thinking, and I just, I didn't agree with it. You know, he was about money, 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 and thinking that would save it where, you know, having the right people in there would you know it's just like any organization man you have to have people that love care and want to be there and yeah i, I get your point i don't know it it was tough because 
you need numbers to survive. Well, exactly. And but to to be fair to the fraternity, I think just Greek life in general at OSU is on a serious down decline. So. Oh, that makes sense. I think they're just that fraternity is just collateral damage in a in a battle that you know honestly we didn't want to fight but we had to and no i agree and i think (laughs) i I mean i i totally get both sides here i think you know especially in the northwest you know with the way with how progressive things move up there yeah like fraternities are a way of the past in a sense um just the the brotherhood of it alone is kind of changing i think part of it is you know social media creating that change to where a lot of these fuckers go to high school and they're still friends with their high school friends you know because facebook and all that yeah that was before too but i think fraternities created that like you don't know anyone at this school let's help build that brotherhood and it still does today don't get me wrong it's a great place to meet people but with with the party aspect of it, the legal aspect, the lawsuits, the living together, that to me is like, that's where it's going awry and we don't necessarily. Yeah, unfortunately for that system, it's, you know, it's it's 85, 90% good people, but the 10% that aren't, they're the ones making the most noise. You know, they're making 90% of the noise and they only represent 10%. No, you're that's, not. that's the big issue, which is a shame. But, no, you know, it's also a sign of the times. I don't know if it's fantastic for some people. It wasn't for me, even though I did it. Would I change it? No, I want to change it for a bit. No, I wouldn't either. I mean, I think, I mean, obviously that connection led to Quartz Lake. If you think about it. True. Uh, Very true. You wouldn't be here today, which I think... I think that's why it's an important part of the story that we tell. Um, I think, you know, the bigger, I think the bigger story is it, it does give you that opportunity and college as a whole gives you the opportunity to meet, to have these connections and meet these people that, you know, you will create lifelong adventures and memories with, you know, Matt buddy, right? Like true. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take a step back and tell a story about him. This was before Mark even, this was before our thing. And we, I, I was a prospective student, went out there summer before we were talking about, um, you know, like looking at the different things, you know, my parents went to school there, so they knew about the Native American Center. Well, they updated it, got a Native American longhouse out there, so we went toward it. Sure enough, who's working? Matt, buddy. <laughs> Spent about an hour talking with him, you know, he nice guy, and, we're, you know, that was in 2013, it's 2020 right now, seven years later, that kid's, you know, I bet you I'll get a phone call from him later tonight, you know. <laughs> And that's just be, that's just because he's coming over this weekend for Memorial Day weekend, and we're going to we're going to go do some stuff. But you know, I get my one or two calls a day from him, and <laughs> so true. Good well, old buddy. You know, I think that was good. I think uh, what what also is really cool is the fraternity wasn't it for us. No. You know? Then the long run, you know, because and I think I when I joined it, so this was this was before you, well before you, you know, I didn't even do the traditional rushing method. I, yeah. 
I just went over there a few times and then like one day after the official rush or whatnot, they're like, hey man, you should like do this. And I was like, well, I don't know. I went went back to my dorm, asked my girlfriend at the time, I was like, what do you think? Should I give it a shot? She's like, yeah, they're cool guys. That's how I got into it. Just kind of like the same way I got out. I just walked in and said deuces. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, I kind of, I mean, that's kind of how you recruited me anyway. You just put down the piece of paper and said sign. Okay. Yeah. Right. Joined. It's that easy. Some people, you know, some people, it's just they, they just need to see it in front of them and say, hey, give it a shot. <laughs> you know, I didn't know that's what I was doing, but I was like, uh, sure something to do people to hang out with yeah see you know i think that was my big motivator at the time uh i was on an off in an on again off again you know relationship not the healthiest relationship so it was kind of one of those ones that opened the door to like oh hey you can also meet girls here and that yeah. you tell you know you tell 19 18 year old zach that don't go crazy <laughs> for sure no but I think for me it was something to do it was uh, because I think I still wanted to be crazy as young and I just wanted to get nuts and sure in hell I did but then I hit the point where like I can't get nuts anymore so that's when I was like I gotta get out yeah um no I I mean I was I mean I think I think we'll get into that I think that's a whole episode for itself is that 2014 fall and you know the end there oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know the day yeah, that that will be a whole lot of shit right there <laughs> well, I, I find it funny and i think that's that's going to be just part of our podcast and part of what people are going to enjoy is how we relate it to sports because what moment in the oregon state football schedule of 2014 what game specifically sticks out to you because oh, of dude the arizona state game the late right? night they're like on their way to the playoffs right and we we oh. ended up winning it was a freezing night yeah that was when you and i were both doing the marketing intern yeah <clears throat> which that was probably one of the funnest gigs ever <laughs> It was. I I love that gig. I you know that's to me is where I really kick myself with now as an older person getting into like a professional career where it's like that was fun. Mm -hmm. That was that was like I could have seen myself doing that as a career. I mean, I still kind of. I mean, I'm still kind of in a similar role now, but it's not sports, and I am okay with that. You know, I think I think I. I it's changed how I watch and view sports. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, and the only, the only sport for me, it really doesn't change is football on TV, NFL football on TV. It's, it's, it's TV. I bet it like, I don't know. Cause for me, I can't, I can't go live anymore. It's hard. It's, it's, it's like, I don't watch the game. So like when I watch TV sports, that's when I go full fan. I don't try and do any work kind of shit through the TV from watching it on TV. 
but when I'm at a game, it's just, it's like work. No, I, I totally get you. I mean, I love like whenever I have the opportunity in front of me, you know, I try and go to as many games as possible just because I enjoy it. It's fun. It's kind of say, Oh, I was at that game. I saw Dalvin cook tears ACL in person, you know, like that was, mm-hmm. that's cool. I guess. I don't know. Dalvin, you almost won me a fantasy football championship once, but okay. Shit happens. But you know, he'll, he'll call up. He'll call into the Quartz Lake podcast because we'll take Dalvin Cook out to Yellowstone Park. I will. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I would. If there's any – any you're out there, if you're listening, Dalvin, feel free. If you want the tour, just call us up. Expert. Expert. Yeah. Um, we'll wake up well, early in the morning. That it was happening doesn't mean we won't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Or any other prospective NFL and MLB NBA player, you know. and Honestly, really anybody. Call us up, hit us up, ask us for a tour. We'll give you the Course Lake production tour. You want it? You want the tour of Glacier? You want the tour of Yellowstone? Whatever time, national park you want, we'll give you the tour. Even if we haven't been there before, you know, like <laughs> Even if that's some of the ones we haven't been to, and like, we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's a fun time. It's a fun time. You tell us what you want. We'll help you guys experience that. You want to do Yellowstone Park in one day? We can get it done. You want to do it in two days? Make it happen. Three? It might be a stretch. Yeah. You might be a little bored. <laughs> you know, and things happen randomly. We ran in it. We almost, we were what, like 20 yards from bear? 20 yards? We were more like 20 planks. I, I, it wasn't far. I know it was far. <laughs> there was two girls in between us and that bear that we that said... Is- Still to my day, some of my favorites getting the video, and the girls are just like, What? <laughs> yeah, maybe we can show that right now. Yeah, I'd have to find it. If you subscribe to the YouTube channel, <laughs> you're watching it now. You're hearing my voice narrate this thing. So, Mark's doing all the editing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm standing here in my room, I'm talking to him. And he's like, fuck, Zach, you're fucking it up because I'm trying to edit right now. And I'm sitting here like, no, wait for it, wait for it. Here comes the bear. Look at him. He looks at us and he keeps going. Yeah, yeah. Here, one sec. I can get it up. One second. Are you screen sharing? I will in a second. Oh, sweet. You want to see it, right? The bear? Yeah, I agree. I just didn't know if you want to edit it in later and use, use my words like I was talking. No way, man. We'll, we'll give it to the people right here so we can get the live commentary. Oh, let's see. Because I guess you can cut it. Uh, edit it in where, where we hit like a good stopping point. Oh, wait. It. Just watch right, right here. Get the commentary going. No, what I'm saying. Oh, here we go. See? So the people can see it. It's right there. Oh, 2015. I love how you just there's, have it. There's the bear. There's Look at me. the bear right there. Right. The girls yeah. had no idea. There was a bear that was going to be walking across. <laughs> I don't know. I like the selfie I'm taking right there. It's a great, it's a fantastic selfie. You got some great pictures of that. The best part of that right there, what you're doing, is whenever I show people that selfie that I took, Yeah. they don't see the bear. They see the two girls and like, oh, it looks like you're having fun. And it's like, <laughs> do you not see the bear in the background? <laughs> we should have let them keep walking. No, I would have been mean. Yeah, that would have been real mean. 
Although, you know, when we watched it coming, we told those two people, the like older couple, yeah. I think it was actually more middle aged. <laughs> that dude wasted a whole memory card on the bear. Yeah. Just. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I mean, I've had a lot of bear experiences, which I'm very blessed, I would say. Um, we were, you know, it was funny last year when we went to Yellowstone Park, me and you, uh, you you parted ways at the west yellowstone exit kind of on the loop and exited out and i would five ten minutes after that because i was right behind you in my car heading out the north exit you know mom and her two cubs right there side of the highway and that's coming up on a year yeah i'll be that'll that'll be this i'm starting to get uh notifications of like stuff what's uh what's extra crazy about that is it was about a year in early june and literally the night we showed up to Yellowstone, it snowed. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know this, but we did America's Most Beautiful Drive in the Beartooth Pass that, that morning. It was close the next day. That night? Yeah. Closed because we, of the snow that happened, they closed it. Yeah, and we were up there while it was snowing. Like, you <laughs> know. <laughs> Like it was, it was kind of cool. I mean, that's kind of a cool experience. I mean, it's right in my back door. I mean, hopefully it opens up this Memorial Day weekend. Uh, yeah, Matt, Matt's been talking about it. He really well, wants, he wants to see the Bear Tooth Pass. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's I like it. It's a good. Drive. We saw those guys with the parachutes, and I think yeah. it was their snowboards. That was hella cool seeing those guys out there. They'll do that. No, I mean, that's where you get some of those crazy skiers. They like going back in those mountains there. You have to have like avalanche packs and stuff. Yeah, that'd be nuts. Yeah, I'm good. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> if I knew how to ski or anything, I'd say, hey, maybe. Yeah, you know, I broke my leg the second time ever. Hey, right now it's mountain one mark zero. So <laughs> that's the way the scoreboard is. Uh, I, I hope to try and change it, but as of right now, uh, not really looking at it anytime soon. Well, and I, I don't know if that's just because, like, I've gone Red Lodge, which is the little town you drive through to go up the Beartooth Pass. That's the ski resort that I broke my leg at. I don't know if it's because we're on, like, the east, east side of the Rockies, and it's really windy and cold. Like, I never have a good time. It's always fucking windy here, and like I hate the wind, especially mm-hmm. in winter when it's like negative two. It's like, oh, let's blow fifty miles an hour today, you know? Like, yeah, yeah that would that would suck for sure. I'm a warm weather person. <laughs> Give me a good beach, and I'll just you know I'll just relax. I mean, I like the beach. I do like the beach. Oh, dude, there's some orcas spotted just north of uh, where I live here. Like two three days ago no way yeah so bummed i didn't even find out about it for like 24 hours after they sighted them That's like, i don't know because it's kind of rare to see them in this area is so, it too low i thought they went up to or or yeah, i mean they do the whole uh yeah. my migrating thing but like typically they don't just like hang out so i, I thought- think maybe I thought Free Willy was all like in Washington there and like British. No, Free, Free Willy was filmed where uh, I'm from from. Yeah. But um, the the killers are mostly up in like Seattle, the Puget Sound. Yeah. In that oh, so they don't come down 
to the warmer waters as much. Well, when they migrate like south or to yeah. warmer waters or north, you know, depending on what they're doing. But that would be cool. Yeah, it would have been cool to see them. Yeah, I like myself a good orca. Me too. I got to see Shamu when they were in San Diego, like we were kids, you know? That was before I knew it, like how cruel it was. Like, you know, like I look at that, like that, yeah, the ocean's his tank, you yeah. know, with, with how many miles they put on. Like, yeah, like I'm glad, like, yeah, okay, I got a, I got fish in a tank down here, but you know, they're little, little guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not whales, you know? They're not extremely super intelligent beings. No. I think I don't know. I don't know. I I I look at whales, owls, uh, eagles, um, pretty much a lot of birds of prey. Uh, um, I look at uh, bison for some reason, elephants, some monkeys, and I I don't know. To me, I feel like you look at them and it's like they know they know something. They're like tortoises too. Like they know something. For you know? sure. When it comes to the tortoise, I straight up think tortoise, they know a lot, but they're also the kind of people or creatures that they will not tell you. <laughs> they would just sit there and be like, oh, I know, but I'm not going to say. No, I totally agree. I, I, I look at, I have a, um, I don't know, I, I was playing my, uh, my future sister-in-law and her husband just got a uh, mini Aussie. And I was playing around with that all weekend. A little, little cute dog. But I don't know. I feel like I have a very good connection to animals. Like understanding them, their wants and needs, because I watch them a lot. And I think watching animals is a huge part. Like, you know, if, even those, if there's someone right now listening to this, you're sitting in New York City, go to Central Park and just spend an hour watching one squirrel. Like, you can learn a lot from animals like that. And I think, I think a lot of people don't, don't do that or don't look at it and take, you know, they take it for granted. But, you know, I was even, when we were to Yellowstone last year and we got really close to those bison, you know, there was one that he was ready to, he was ready to tell us to get away. Oh, yo, dude, he did tell us to get away. He just but, needed like, you know, look kind of looked up and then stepped. And I was like, no. But it wasn't a aggressive step. No, that's true. And I think, but it was the understanding of like, hey guys, you're in my way. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't under, necessarily understand that. And I think that's something, you know, just sit back, watch, observe, let them be them. You know, we're in their world. You know, I even, I re really makes me angry sometimes too. Like there's times where it's like, we're destroying their world. Like, yeah, we got to build ours, but there's got to be a way to like coexist. And I think we don't necessarily think of that all the time. I feel you. I feel you on that one. Just something, just something to talk about, you know? I mean, I do hunt and fish and do all that too, you know? Like, I'm not, but yeah. I, I the respect. And I, I don't know well, if that's... I think you can do those kind of things and still respect, you know, have that kind of same fondness for, um, you know, wildlife and mother nature in general. It's just because you, you know or shoot a elk or something it's for food right it's yeah. not you're not just doing it for a picture it's not for an instagram like that's different no that's you're true. there and using it 
and you're not overusing it, I think that's totally fine and fair. Well, that's something to me. I mean, I look at like, you know, being Native American specifically and, you know, the way our government runs and does things, especially, I mean, Yellowstone Park's huge to me for some reason. It always has been. And I, I love that it is. It's an important part of my life and it's an important place to me, you know, um, opposed to Thea in front of Old Faithful, you know, two years ago, almost to the day, you know, tomorrow will be that day, but it, uh, it's really cool. And I think, I don't know, just the connection we have with animals is something we don't take for granted anymore. And, you know, the, the use of them and, you know, Yellowstone will go off and they'll, they'll kill, you know, 2000 bison a year because of overpopulation in the, in the herds. And that, which makes sense. You gotta, you can't just overpopulate the park and ruin the grass, let the bees fly away and do this. Cause that's what happens. You have to manage it properly. And it's like, you know, you gotta get those, if those bison could go to the tribes in this area and the native people, let them do, you know, they use the whole bison. I mean, when, when my uncle, he's the chairman of the little shell, when he shot the, the, when he shot his bison, he took the stomach, he took the intestines, he took the heart, you know? Yeah. I didn't eat any of that food, but <laughs> he did. He made some good meals out of it and prayed and you know, we gave tobacco to the land and to the earth and, you know, to the bison thanking him. But I think the coolest thing about it and why bison are on my list of like special animals is he was with some other bison and they came back and they said their goodbyes and they left. They came back to check on their brother, make sure, you know, he was dead before they left. So we couldn't go down to the bison. And to me, I think people don't understand that, that these, these animals are, they, they love each other and they, they appreciate one another. And it's, it's kind of a cool experience to see. And the other thing with bison, just while we're off the topic, these dummies don't understand. And yes, they're dummies. There's tons of videos. Look them up on YouTube, you know? There's some people getting butt. They're so funny. Like, these guys don't get it. Like, I've seen a bison keep up with a car. Yeah, given the car is probably going, you know, 25, 35 miles an hour. But I've also seen a bison jump a barbed wire fence. And I'm not, you know, like a standard three foot, four foot tall fence. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. nothing these things are huge and they're just awesome creatures the bison buffalo are pretty cool for sure but I, the the part where they came back that's actually the elephants do it too and it's yeah. really cool to like see that like animals and creatures and whatnot have that kind of connectedness and that they feel you know well, I think, I mean, this is a huge, deep conversation we could go down. And part of that being like, we're animals too, you know, in reality. Yeah. How much different are we? You know, if you really want to think about that, you really want to think about like how, like, yeah, I feel sad if my grandma died. I'm going to go say my goodbyes, you know, like, like my dog. Uh, I take my dog. We had our older dog pass away this last year. We had to put her down. She had cancer and he won't go out, out in the backyard anymore. Huh. You tell me he, had, he didn't have a connectedness to her because you'd go out fine when she was there. Yeah. Huh? Weird. Just, just seen. Just sad. Yeah, it is. It is. But it's cool <laughs> at the same time. It's, yeah, it is. 
but yeah, I mean, that's just, I mean, we've, we've done a lot of adventures together too. I mean, I, it's crazy. Like, you know, this is 2020 and it's been about five years of adventures. Yeah, it has. Uh, and counting. And counting, hopefully for many, many more. <laughs> right? Exactly. Our adventures, you know, they didn't just start five years ago with, uh, you know, what a Yellowstone and all that. We were doing stuff with the marketing and then being uh, mascots, being before Oregon State, being Benny the Beaver. I think that was, that was really something that I never knew was possible until I was there. And once I realized it was possible, I didn't let it go. It was, I mean, even for me, like how the whole reason I did it or did the sports marketing in general, because I saw they had the application and I was just like, oh, I wonder if this is how you become the mascot. I applied, then I got the marketing part that wasn't Benny, but it was kind of connected. They needed someone to do a parade and then and they were like, anybody want to be Benny? And I was like, oh, my guy right here, right here. <laughs> and I did that parade and that's how that started. <laughs> you know, and I think, I look at it too, um, Benny, and it, this is this is advice for anyone who wants to go into college mascotting or mascotting in general. I think go and figure out how it's run. I think that's the confusion because I've met a lot of different mascots over the years, you know, and different colleges and universities and the process it takes. Some of like the duck has tryouts and actual, like you have to be able to do push-ups if you want to be the duck. I mean, given he's not doing push-ups, he's doing, you yeah, know, it's still apps, but you're, you've got to be able to do that in a suit for hours. You know, and that one's run specifically through the cheerleading program. Yeah. So is that connectionness? Um, Monty at the University of Montana is his own department because he is, you know, he's one mascot of the year twice. He's got to be able, you have to have X amount of years gymnastics experience. You have to be able to do like double handspring, back handsprings, stuff like that, you know? And Benny, you just got to walk into the, the sports marketing office and say, hey, um, I was told this is who runs it and I'm really interested. Oh yeah, we're actually looking for more people to do that. And that, yeah. that's how it got started for me. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, they have tryouts, but I heard they never get very many people that do it but I you know I think it's ran differently now than it was when like we started well like it was getting it was starting to get better by the time I left I think it kind of has gone I don't I, I can't speak for it now because I have no connection into the program but I think uh it I think back in the day it used to be run through cheer and then it got put on sports marketing and I think that's kind of when we were there it was when it was like a few years into that where they're just like, yeah, it's just like this thing and we have Google docs and whatnot. And yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, oh, I loved it. It was one of the, it was by far the best gig ever. You know, I got to give a shout out to Josue Morales, you know, him. The homie. Uh, he, great guy. He's, I met him in marketing club. Uh, <laughs> I was a freshman in marketing club. He was a junior, senior. And he, uh, he's the one said, no, go, you got to talk to McCall. And he, he put me in connections with the right people to ask the questions and say, I want to do this. And I don't know about you, but for me, I, I had to do, I had to shadow 
a guy. We shadowed him at a women's basketball game. I had to then I had to do a wrestling match as Benny. Killed it. People love me. Because <laughs> they said Benny just shows up, he does a lap and goes away. Like that's how wrestling was. No, I stayed there the whole time. I was wrestling around with people, you know, just having a good time. And I think that's what made him say, like, yeah, keep coming back. And then you know, Wayne Tinkle's first year, I went hard and I signed up for every man's basketball game because I was like, Tinkle's from Montana you know this is my thing this is my jam i'm going to make benny at basketball games be legit and people are going to want to see benny at basketball games and that was my goal and then i got in trouble at the end of it all but that's that's a whole nother story yeah that's episode 26 and a half (laughs) yeah you had a different path than me for the mascotting because i mean just like how i got started they were like oh we need someone to be benny and then it just turned into, we need someone to be Benny. I was like, I'll do it. And then that just kind of building and building and building until I was doing, I think one year I was like, I did like all the women's basketball games and a ton of baseball. And then from there, I started doing less towards the end because I got more busy. But I started doing more of the traveling stuff, which some of those gigs were the best. That's how I got into the Nike employee store. Yeah to do the like Oregon sports awards and I was like I'll do it I'm like oh that's awesome here go to the employee store right before and I was like oh yes (laughs) I I was one my dad actually dad's weekend came up and they had like an Oregon State alumni event at the Nike employee store like Oregon State alumni oh yeah yeah and uh not free stuff but stuff and Benny was there and I was stamping people at the door with stamps all up their arms. I got some cool swag. Like Nike gave me some, or I had a, I would buy it, but I like stuff like legit prices. And I was in people's shopping carts. You know, it was such a fun little. <laughs> you could just goof off. It was the best. You could find yourself in any situation, anywhere you want, because all you had to do is play dumb. Mm-hmm. It's hard to see. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, I walked into, we were at the Pac-12 basketball tournament in Las Vegas. I walked into the media room <laughs> and media rooms are like, you know, they're all right. They're more like, here's some food, here places for you to sit with your yeah. computer, write up whatever, right? Like that's kind of what media rooms are. But they had a just buffet of food. <laughs> so I got a plate and I'm sitting there as many, I'm filling this plate up. <laughs> Just, you know, like, oh, cake? Sure. Oh, you know, vegetables? Sure. Fruit? Sure. Loaded it up. And the best part is, is I took it out the door, walked into the room. Like, next door was the cheer room where we were all getting ready with all the other cheer teams and, like, whatnot. And the cheer coach that we're going to say had at the time, she's very serious, took her job serious, produced some of the best cheerleaders I've ever seen, you know, on the floor doing routines and tricks you know so given to her but had these guys on like strict like health diets and this like that like no we want you you need to be able to do a flip and do this and you need to go on your runs and work out but here i am the mascot because we're not associated with cheerleading and i just had all this food and all the cheerleaders like why where did you get that you know we have a a bag of bananas over here no i had a whole plate it was uh it was fun I loved it. You just get away with so much stuff. Yeah. Anything you want. 
My favorite too is messing with the people because they're always like people that know you're not a real whatever. So they'll be just like, so uh, where do you see out of? And you always point to their eyes. <laughs> and they're just like, no, no, no. Like, where do you see? <laughs> you like look at them and you're like, my fucking eyes. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get what's wrong. You don't, I don't, where else would I see? But like, at the same time too, right? Like, the mascot head, you know? Yeah. Look up Benny the Beaver right now on your computer. Benny the Beaver. You'll see the head. Exactly. Big nose. Right about where a head level should be. Yeah, the, yeah, it's weird. It's roughly about right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was kind of down. Yeah, just like was, tear down. The yeah. vision was horrible. Because you would have to look up to like. Yeah, see. you were always like this yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Then That's they got cool. a new head, which the vision got a little bit bigger, but all but blurrier. No, no, it was actually the the head we had at the very end of my time that was a really nice head the, the no, not the big one not the no, big, big one they had another one after that that was way small it's the ones they use now oh the one the one that we used i really what i what there was one that had plastic in it don't go for the plastic there was one that didn't have plastic and that one had the flat nose that was the like that was the one that was the one that's like i I would keep it overnight if I had like other events coming up just so no one else would take it. Well, I mean, I kept suits all the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> Mascotting at night. <laughs> By Mark. Wow. I, yeah, no, I think it was good. I, there's a lot of good stories. I mean, I could talk about mascotting for hours. Oh, I know. Mascotting was the best. Threw out the first pitch for the baseball game once. Yeah. That was fun. Thought I could – I was, like, walking out there with the, the ball. <laughs> I was like, oh, because of a mascot, I'm going to over-exaggerate this, right? Well, again, vision's, like, right here. And when you do a big – you do a big wind-up, right? So I took my vision. And I had lost where the guy was. Oh. <laughs> but when I went to the – I just guessed. I was like, oh shit, go. <laughs> Luckily, he only had to like go over like a little bit to catch it. I mean, you're athletic enough to understand home plate is that way. I know. I didn't like 50 cent it or anything. Yeah. So. Anything you <laughs> yeah. Just, you're up there, you just throw it sideways. Just off. <laughs> yeah, just. <laughs> oh, my bad. Throw it backwards. I mean, though. Like thinking about that, that's how you get on sports there. Oh, here's what Benny the Beaver did today. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh, we should have been. Ah, oh, man, I was like super excited because I was like going down a path. I honestly thought I was going to try and be a professional mascot at one point. That was a legitimate goal of mine. Hey, man, I mean, it's not a bad gig. I'm, not, I'm gonna say that right now. No, and if, if you know what you're doing, and I think that's what, like, the side of me, the marketing side of me comes in of, like, how can I make this better? How can I make people want better? You know, like, I was even, like, looking into, like, how can we do, create a universal Benny signature that all the mascots, you know, where the Y became a beaver tail. Mm -hmm. Just to be, like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah, that's Ben, you know, to brand it. Because yeah, the, the Ducks all props to them the way they branded the duck 
is just been, you know, that thing's an icon now for them forever because of how they did it. And that, I, I will argue none of that has to deal with Nike. Um, directly, no, you're right. Like how the duck became the duck. Because the football team. If but, you notice when the football team in those early Chip Kelly years, when they started taking off, the duck. But how they off. used it, you know, driving him out on a Harley before the games, doing the, the, the push-ups, doing the, you know, like, yeah. and then Nike, yeah, they bought in and said, we're going to do some jerseys that, you know, have that. That's what I mean directly. No. Right. Indirectly the success they had with the football all because Nike gave a bunch of money and they got better players and they get a good coach and they played well, rightfully deserved, but Nike still gave them all that. So screw the ducks. (laughs) Regardless of that, Regardless of that, as soon as the football team started going up, then people saw the duck. And then what the people did in that department when they started getting some fame was really good. No, I think that's that, that those are the true people that I think, yeah, yeah, because of how they, you know, I also look at it too, though, with like, you look at like the AT&T commercials, the Intuit TurboTax, whatever, all those that happen you know, with college mascots, they, they said, yes, put him forward, put him like, look at all those. And yeah, Oregon has created a brand name for themselves that, you know, rivals like a Texas or a North Carolina, you know, they've put their name up high enough to where it's, it has become like you talk, you say Oregon, the first thing people think of is the ducks, you know, that's one of the first things that people think of because yeah. they brand, they branded themselves that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is, you know, and I, I, I will argue, though, if 08, if Oregon State wins that Civil War in 08, we go to the Rose Bowl, I think it's a whole different story. I sure like to hope so. <laughs> right. We can't anymore. Unless we go back and change time. Yeah. Because while the oldest and truest tradition at OSU is win or lose, we still booze. The number one thing said at Oregon State every year Oh man, can't wait for next year. Right. Can't <laughs> wait for baseball. Yeah. Can't yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's another thing. Oh, that grinds my gears. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Peter Griffin. No, um we I'm in this like Facebook group, and this started like when I was going to school at Oregon State. Like this lady messaged me on Facebook, like, hey. I'm creating a Facebook group called the Pac-12 Fight Club where we're getting like people from every university in the Pac-12 to join this group and share scores, talk trash, kind of. And I was like, oh yeah, like I'm on board. I'm still in it to this day. There's this Beaver fan, Dave, I don't like because he just mis- misrepresents Beaver fans. Like just making un- like ridiculous like comments and unrealistic claims, you know? And you're just like, dude, like have a reality check at some point in your life. <laughs> No, like, but one of the biggest arguments on there is what are the, what are the top three college sports? Well, it'd be football, basketball, baseball. Right? Yeah. And my argument for that is I take, take like your power five conferences, right? You know, SEC, ACC. Yeah. Yeah. And big 12. Yeah. If not, if all of your teams participate in that sport, 
yes, it's a competitive, but like there's these Arizona State fans that think the fucking Sun Devils, like hockey is a top three college sport. Oh, I'm like, there's like 12 teams. Yeah. Of course you're ranked in the top 10. There's 12 teams. Yeah. That's kind of a bummer. Well, it's like, yeah, because Oregon has tumbling and they brag about their tumbling team being like a top like 15 in the country every year. Well, shoot, there's 12 teams in the whole country that have tumbling. So if yeah. you're top, you know, yeah, in your top 15 automatically. Well, and you really want to get this debate. You really want to piss off some Oregon fans. I, I you know, although have you ever watched tumbling? It's incredible. Oh, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's bullshit. But what's the the last like power three? You know, and I, I when I talk about your top threes, you bring women's basketball in it to it too. We can bring women's because that to me basketball as a whole, men and women are in my mind viewed as equal. So when we talk about the top three sports, I look at men and women, men and women's basketball as like the same sport. You know, like you would argue the UConn success the same way you'd argue the men's Duke success. You know, kind of that. Yeah. Um, but what I really hate is when's the last time Oregon won a national championship in a top sport? I argue that track and field, you if you took track and field out it goes back to your 1932 men's basketball championship or 22 whenever the fuck that was and like it was the web Flits. it wasn't even the university of oregon <laughs> yeah yeah so, there's that but i really i mean i know i'm with you there I, when it comes to track and field though like that's the one thing i'll always give oregon but I, that's I, literally the only thing everything else they suck and i hate them well, and that new complex they're building out there, beautiful complex. Yeah, it's phenomenal. But that's for Olympians, you know? Yeah, if you want to be an Olympian, go to the University of Oregon. Learn to run. You know, I, like, there's nothing wrong about it, nothing against that. I think that's the place to do it. But I, I also argue that not every team in the Pac-12 has a men's track team. No, they don't. Well, Oregon State doesn't. Like, that's exactly my point. So it's like, it's hard to make that argument. Oh, of course you're going to dominate track. We don't have a track team. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I see where like that, yeah. Like, you know, why are you going to use that national championship as argument? And I think the other thing to me, track is such an individual sport. You know, like the relay, it's those four guys. Yeah. The it's that guy. You know, yeah, there's a team aspect to it. But track to me is like if you want to – if you want to be the fastest, you need to train with the fastest. You need to be running side by side with the guy who's going to push you, you know? And I think mm -hmm. a place like the university of Oregon does give you that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. And anytime we get to rat on the ducks, I'm okay with it too. So no, exactly. You know, and I think that's the thing. Oh man, I, I can open up this can of worms if you really want. Cause I think it's absolutely dumb. You're on that Facebook group anyway, but I believe it. I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta unfollow it. But the problem is, is there are the people that post like the like, Oh sweet. Like those are Arizona state's uniforms this weekend. Or, Oh, like, did you hear like not worth it, all the other bullshit though? It's not, it really There's is not other ways to get it. Yeah. But I gotta find those ways. I, Call I, Twitter, man. I know, but it's just easy right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is easy. But I don't know. The other thing I was going to say is how many diehard Duck fans actually have a University of Oregon diploma in their house? Not very many. No. There are like, a few. 
like especially when you do that drive i mean i do it quite a bit from like portland to salem just because that's where like we have family down in salem and uh you always see these just trashy cars with the these these like who puts your stickers on <laughs> like who's like yeah like let's just put like 30 organ duck stickers on my car but in the most random spots that it that doesn't look good it looks trashy and let's be real you probably didn't go to school there no no they, they very few ever do no like even in that group it's like, just trendy it's I trendy. Yeah. and they do a good job at it no i'm not that you know as a mark as someone who works in marketing advertising myself yeah go for it like yeah. great great on you but i hate because yeah, a lot of the guys that are just those like i'm a duck i'm gonna argue it and i want to fight and get mad and then it's like where'd you go to school oh shemekada community college so you didn't even go to the ducks you just jumped on a bandwagon like if the be like arguably 90 percent of those people if the beavers were winning in 08 if they would have won and gone to the rose bowl that year and kept winning it's trendy beaver fans no i yeah it's yeah. ridiculous oh yeah, that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of where we met. I think we both have that same hatred for the University of Oregon. I mean, it's, it's not a hatred like, oh. It's a dislike. I it's respect them, but I also hate their guts. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> go Beavs, right? Like, huh? like, go Beavs, right? Yeah, go Beavs. Always go Beavs. <laughs> like, if you, if you were to tell me every year, right, doesn't matter who's going to win who do I think is going to win the Civil War? I will always say the Beavers. Every yeah. time, hands down. But I understand that there are some years where it doesn't seem as likely that that's going to happen. <laughs> no, I, I'm, a, I'm right there with you. I totally agree because there are a lot of, like, those moments where you're just like, yeah, I'm always going to choose the Beavers first. And, like, I know you, you more so than I won't, you won't root for the Ducks outside, even if they're playing Duke, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, don't, I, I can't. Like, I, I can, I can get on board of the Pac-12, but it's strictly a Pac-12 kind of, you know, like, it, it's, it's weird. It's a weird, like, because when like they played in the national championship against Ohio State and Auburn those last few years, right? That the last two times they went there, yeah, I wanted Ohio State and Auburn to win. But when they were playing TCU in the Las Vegas Bowl and they they were winning that game, it's like yeah, I want yeah, I want us to do good bowl record wise. I don't care who the fuck you play in a bowl game. But yeah, when it, you I know, understand that argument, but I can't do it. You know, and that's fine. I, I get I get why. I used to be that way. Yeah. And I kind of I kind of built that like if the Pac twelve like I really hate the SEC. I do too. So so anytime the Pac twelve can go up against the SEC and prove them like, no, we're better than you, then I root for the Pac twelve. Like if Oregon was playing Alabama in the national championship or LSU or one of those teams, I would hundred percent Oregon all the way. If that happened, I'd I'd root for both teams to lose. <laughs> I just wanted to just uh, like a zero zero draw. Yeah. No, I yeah. 
And well, there's ten guys left uh, eligible on each team. Uh, they both forfeit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that. I mean, that kind of just sums up who we that are. Sums up Oregon State for sure. Yeah, and like how we got there. Mm-hmm. And our feeling. I mean, it doesn't sum it up. It just gives. Yeah, it gives you a yeah. taste. It gives you a taste. Just a dab. There's some stories that, you know, they'll come out here and there and we'll have the, like, they had the wrong Zach. That's <laughs> that's a fantastic one. Uh, yeah, there, I mean, yeah, there will be for sure. The Just time I was, I was rape kissed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> People don't believe me. Like, they, they say, why would you make that claim? And it's like, I, I didn't want it. And I didn't know what was happening, and I was on my phone. Like, I was, like, on my phone, and it just happened. For sure. We'll get into that. We'll get into those details. We will. But anyways. Um, in episode two. Yeah, in episode two is in the book, wrapping it up. Any final words you want to give uh, to the people, my guy? Me? Any final Myself? words? Self? Yeah. You yeah. to the people. People, if you're listening right now or not listening, <laughs> a tree does make a noise if it falls in the forest. No one's around to hear it. And that's all I have. Good stuff. Good stuff. Anyways, thank you to the uh, twos of people out there listening, if you are. Um, hope you stay beautiful. Go out, enjoy some sun. Um, you guys are all beautiful. Make sure to follow us on the Instagram, Quartz Lake Productions. Uh, other than that, peace out, peeps. Bye.